0: This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. This is Mr. White with my new podcast. I've got my executive producer for the morning show and all things broadcast, Brian Lynch here. Hello. So uh, he's helping me uh, inaugurate this inaugural edition. i have got some uh, great things coming up for you today. We're going to uh, basically explore things that are happening around West Warwick High School just like the newspaper does. This uh in this issue that um that we have for February, there's a story on the Morning Show. Uh which you uh you spoke to Olivia, our newspaper mm-hmm. editor about that. The Morning Show is in its fourth year. We've got over 500 episodes in the bank and uh basically it uh, talks about uh, how we do what we do and the great job that you guys do. So uh, that's one thing to look out for. And another thing, another thing, Brian, if, if you thought that wasn't enough, we have somebody who goes to school here who published his own book. Now, me, when I was that age, you couldn't get me to open a book. But he published his own books, uh Poetry, cool. Devin Croto, our former weatherman, mm-hmm was on the morning show recently, uh, you know, shamelessly plugging his new book. You know, it's 8 bucks, and then um, you can... uh,
1: Get it on Amazon.
0: Get it on Amazon. And uh, the name of the book is Escaping from Closed Open Eyes. And uh, the cover is right on the cover of The Magic Word. And uh, I read some of those poems. You know, I'm not not traditionally a poetry guy, but, you know, he he did a pretty good job. He did a really good job, and he's a very good writer. So, you know, if he makes it, we can say, he started right here. Yeah. You know? So I can tell my story about how, you know, we mentored him from here, and, you know, people can (laughs) just be really excited about that. you know? (laughs) So anyway. So something else going on. This is the issue, right? Valentine's Day right and and also by the way, I started the show just in time to take a week off vacation right afterwards so you know I didn't want to overwork myself these uh, these 30 minute work days are absolutely killing me okay Valentine's Day uh, Ethan Ethan McGore wrote a great article about chocolates and basically about how they're you know, They're not good. You know, the flavor goes too quickly. There's a diagram, but you have to, you know, it's basically finding, like, finding the lost arc to find the flavor that you want, and then it doesn't even last that long. But, um, you know, so if you're looking forward to something good on Valentine's Day, uh, his advice is to stay away from the chocolate, you know. My fiance is uh, lactose intolerant, so we pretty much stay away from uh, from chocolate anyway, but, Uh, FYI, Trader Joe's. You go to Trader Joe's, Brian? No. Their chocolate chips are dairy-free, and they taste awesome. Um, Got a couple of uh, spotlights here, one on uh, Versavia Goratoy, and I have a a history with her family. Did you know that her sister, Oksana Goratea, was my first newspaper editor here? I didn't even know she had a sister. So. She had a sister. There are six of them all together. Wow. Big brother Ivan, you might remember, was All-State in football and won the uh, indoor shot put and the outdoor shot put in track, both on junior and senior years. Uh, and uh, Versavia was on that undefeated volleyball team that mm-hmm. came also close to winning a title in Division Two, And she's won some individual titles, uh, Long Jump, freshman and sophomore year, and she's in, in an indoor track. And in outdoor track, she's always right there, and she's probably won another title that I've forgotten about right now, but just a really there's a great story on her. But to end off in sports, all right, sports is coming, coming to a head, and we have uh, the interview with the girls' basketball team, all right? I had Coach Lawton in here, and also um, – his three captains, Tory Bird, Kayla Sadler, and Kaylin Greenhall, and uh, they had a lot to say about the year that they're having. They're now 14 and four overall, and 10 and three in Division Two. Here's what they had to say right here. Let me ask you, uh, Coach Lawton, to what what do you attribute the success of this team to this year?
1: I I think a lot of it has to do with the Young freshmen that we have have bonded and mixed really well with our older girls. There's no drama, it's just all basketball when they're there. Um, we have four talented players, three of them right here with us now, and then um, just working out. We're just Everything's working out.
0: And you don't have, as far as numbers go, I mean we'll talk about the size and how short everybody yeah. is yeah. later. <laughs> But you don't have uh, a lot of numbers. It's not like you had 30 kids come out for the team this year.
1: No, it's we had a low turnout. There were some girls we thought were going to come back, but they they had to work and stuff. So we have low numbers. We just had practice today with eight 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 girls. I mean, we have three girls out with injuries. We have two girls that play track, Mm -hmm. and they come to us whenever they can. So we're Uh really – it's difficult to run practices and – push the girls the way I want to because we don't have the numbers. Yeah,
0: And in a game, I mean, you've got five people on the court. If you have a bench of three or four, that's, the, that's not very deep. So what, what kind of challenges has that presented with you, to you this year?
1: So far it hasn't been an issue because I think this is my third year. Kayler and Kaylin as well. We, this is probably the best shape we've been in, condition-wise. We run, we run, we run, and we have a little motto we say before every game, we do what we do and we're just going to run. And then, more often than not, the other team gets tired before we do. When they don't, we're in trouble.
0: <laughs> so you gotta you gotta be in shape. Yep. You gotta be in uh, shape, especially. Uh, I mean, it helps in basketball anyway. You're running, running, running. You have to have a fast style. If you don't have size, then I'm taking it. You need speed to press have, the ball off the court. Yeah,
1: we have one freshman, Kelly Lynn, who probably should be a small forward, but for us, she's our tallest girl. And then. Kaylin is 5'3", she plays forward, Tori's 5'5", 5'6", 5'7", she plays yeah. forward, Yeah. and then there have been times, Kayla Sadler, we've had to move her down because yeah. we have freshmen in and they're just not big enough.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Earlier this year, Tori probably could score 20 points a game, Yeah. but we wouldn't be a playoff team, so she has cut back some of her offense to make the team better by making extra passes to other players so we have four players on the team that all have over 100 points mm-hmm. um, not many teams have that so on a given night if one girls doesn't have it we have three others that could step up yeah and when they all step up together which they did in um, I think it was Juanita what was the game mm-hmm. you had it was, no it
0: was Juanita yeah, we, we all just, had above 10 and
1: all four had above 10 and we just it was un- it was like beautiful that's great. Is that the kind of game that you need to have... That's what I want.
0: ...to beat Classical and Situate?
1: All right, first things first. They, those two teams are in a league by themselves. They are probably going mm-hmm. to go into the state open tournament and beat a lot of Division One teams. With that said, I've always told the girls, we can beat anybody, but everything has to go right. So if we were to play Classical... We got to make sure we stay out of foul trouble. We have to shoot very well. It wouldn't wouldn't hurt if one of their players got in foul trouble and was hurt or, or hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything,
0: can hap- anything can happen. Anything can happen. It really can. And um, so uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. I, I'm looking at the schedule here, and I think I had a typo, uh, in or um, typo or a factual error in the questions that I sent you. It looks like on your schedule. and Correct me if I'm wrong. You end off with Classical away. Yep. Okay. That's your last regular season game. Can a game like that help you going into the playoffs?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's senior night, so they're going to hopefully play all their seniors. If we go to Classical and they're undefeated and we give them a game, that's just going to – all our girls are going to be more confident. Um, and if they step up and they crush us, it's, it's not the end of the world. We're in the playoffs. We're looking at possibly hosting a, a game. Um And if you look at our schedule like you did, we have five games left. Four of them have winning records. All four are fighting for the playoffs. So they're going to be difficult, everyone.
0: Luckily, you have three at home. Yep. You have Mm -hmm. three at home. So let's um, throw this out there to any one of you three who wants to answer, okay? Uh, Does it help playing at home versus on the road, and how? Definitely. Okay. I feel like when we're at home, all our shots are more on – but like away, especially with like small gyms and like the, uh, the rims, the hoop, yeah. So definitely at home, and I feel like the home crowd just gets all into it, so oh, it yeah, gets definitely. us into it. Yeah, I mean, I think people are, are really uh, taking notice mm-hmm. this year, especially a lot bigger with the crowds. big, yeah, bigger. You've noticed the bigger crowds. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You started off. You started off the season with a four-game win streak. Then you stuck a six-game win streak right in the middle of there. So there's ten games right there, and I mean this. Did did any of you players think that you could notch this many wins with what? You got four or five games to go. You got yeah, you got four games to go, Mm -hmm. five games to go, three at home. Did any of you think that you really had a shot to win this many games? No, considering Uh, how many girls we had. Yeah, I didn't think we had a chance, but especially seeing how last year went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now let's talk about let's talk about playoffs. Now I spoke to you at the beginning of the season, um, and right before the season started, I believe. And this is your third year as head coach. First two years you made it to the playoffs one and done. This year, I mean obviously you want to win every game, but this year you really were hoping to go deeper. Is that still the goal here?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the first two years we had a w- you gotta win seven games in division two to make the playoffs. We struggled just to get to seven. We'd get in, we'd go up to Juanita both years and got destroyed. <clears throat> Tough way to end the season. This year we're already at nine. We're fighting for a home game. Um, the more wins we get, the better our seed, the easier the opponent. But it looks like we're probably going to play Coventry again, which would be awesome. Yeah, that would be, be mm-hmm. mobbed. Yeah, oh or, yeah. Or Pontegancit or Cumberland. That's probably who we're looking at.
0: Um, is it the uh, top four seeds get a home game? Is that the way it works, or does it just depend on? It all depends
1: game? on how many. Make the playoffs right now. It looks like ten, so the bottom four would play just to get in yeah. preliminary. Yeah, and then it would go one eight two seven three six four five.
0: Yeah. Now we've got a bit also. I'm looking at the at the grades uh, of all of you, and none of you are seniors, correct? No. So you're all coming back next year. So that's got to make you feel good as a coach. I think you have one senior on your roster. We have
1: one senior. Her name is Ariana Cunningham. She transferred from Hope. Yeah. She plays JV, but the bulk of the Eight or nine girls at play are all freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. <laughs> so we get everybody coming back as long as they stay healthy and work the summer. We, we should be the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> should be you should be one of the top teams again. I mean, this is a huge division. I mean, this t- yeah. this division has like thirty-seven like, teams yeah. in it or something like yeah. that. Yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's and, a lot. And you guys are right up there in the top. I mean, if you're in the top five in a division that big, I think that's great. And right now, you know. Mathematically, it looks like you're third if the numbers are correct. They don't let me teach math anymore. So, you know. Um, <laughs> so that's great. How do you keep up the intensity with these last five games? Because, you know, you want to stay healthy, but five games is still, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a chunk of the season to go. How do you, how do you adjust your mindset to, to, to stay hungry, but yet to stay healthy as well?
1: It's difficult right now because we're in the last two weeks of the season. And like I said earlier, we only had eight girls at practice, so it's tough to get everybody motivated. It's tough for me and my other coach to run things because we just don't have girls. Um, so we do different things. We still run. Uh, today we had a foul shooting competition that got the girls focused, and they shot better foul shots today than they have all year because right. we we're dangling a carrot over their, their head for a winning. But, no, we the girls that I have, ex- ex- they all want to be here. Yeah. And that's not always the case. These girls want to be here, and they know if I raise my voice, all right, let's reel it back in, let's focus. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But these next two weeks are going to be tough.
0: Yeah. Congratulations on a great year, and it's not over yet. And also in sports, on the uh, in this uh, in this issue, we had a story on the on the wrestling team. Now, the wrestling team has had a fantastic year. Uh, have you been keeping track of them, Brian? No, I have not. No, okay. but I do know. About um,
1: Leo Salazar's leg.
0: Yes, Leo Salazar, and that's in the story here. He suffered a season-ending knee injury uh, during a during a training drill. And this is somebody who was commonly ranked second this year. Was undefeated this year at 220 pounds. Um, and him and his uh, other co-captain, senior co-captain Avery Etheridge at 126 pounds, they were they were favorites to go deep into the tournament and possibly win a, a title for the first time in a long time. But as season's over, it's a devastating for the team, but the team is still 13 and 3. They would have a division title if it weren't for One which hasn't lost at all and One actually actually beat them, but they have lots of uh, lots of great talent even though Leo's gone, which is you know really sad because I know Leo and uh you know he's a he's a great kid. And I think he's going to have lots of success in the future. And, you know, I I had something similar happen. I wasn't the athlete that this kid was. But right before the state, outdoor track state championships, I was throwing the shot put my senior year. One and only, right? And I broke my ankle. So I placed third in the division, and then I broke my ankle so I would never compete in the states. And I didn't want to hear anything from anybody. I was so angry you know, at that that had happened, but stuff like that happens. Going in, they not only have uh, Etheridge, who's still healthy, but they have Sebastian Guzman, a junior, who has done very well. He usually wrestles at 113. He's one of my students. And um, also at, uh, at heavyweight, uh, there is uh, Marcos Vigo Goiz. He's a junior, also a student of mine. Uh, and this is his first year wrestling here. He's done very well. Logan Silva, a junior, who is another favorite to go deep into the tournament. So that is going to be great. Those guys, even uh, despite the injury to Salazar, we're looking forward to seeing them. And that'll do it for us. And that about does it for us for today. Thank you for tuning in.